Welcome back to our Black History Month series. Detroit, Michigan would produce two wonders that would shape the trajectory of this country, the auto industry and Motown, the latter of which would be achieved by songwriter and producer Barry Gordy, the visionary who would produce The Sound of Young America. Born November 28, 1929 in Detroit, Barry Gordy Jr. was the seventh of eight children in an entrepreneurial household. His parents were ambitious and successful business owners. Owning a painting company, construction firm, printing shop, grocery store, and insurance company. His siblings would also operate successful ventures, one of which would later lead to Barry Gordy's first break. Uninterested in following the path set forth by his family, Gordy dropped out of high school to forge his own way. This led to a stint as a professional boxer, service in the army, a record store owner, and the auto assembly line. By 1957, the now 28-year-old had left his job at the Ford Motor Company to pursue his real passion, music. Having played piano as a child and songwriting during his brief tenure as a record store owner, Gordy had always gravitated to music, especially jazz. He would frequent a local Detroit bar that showcased black entertainers during the 50s, where he would be tapped to write songs for the dynamic soul and rock and roll singer Jackie Wilson. Alongside Billy Davis and his sister Gwen Gordy, Barry Gordy would pen hits like Reet Petite, To Be Loved, and Lonely Teardrops for Wilson. His success with Jackie Wilson earned Gordy credibility with other artists, including Etta James and Smokey Robinson and The Miracles. During this time, Gordy grew discontent with the little to no royalty checks he was being paid for the hits he wrote and produced under different record labels. So, with a $1.800 loan from his family and the push from friend and creative partner Smokey Robinson, Gordy formed Tamla Records in January 1959 and his music publishing company, Jobete, soon after. The following year, he would establish his second label, Motown Records, incorporating all his ventures under Motown Record Corporation, Assembling a team of songwriters, producers, musicians, and eventually choreographers, Gordy created a full-service studio in his two-story home that would be dubbed Hitsville, USA modeling his company after the auto plant. He would find young black talent, hone their skills, and deliver polished collections of unmatched records, music groups, and solo artists. I wanted to have a kid off the street walk in one door unknown and come out another door a star, like an assembly line, said Gordy. That was my dream. Gordy is responsible for developing some of the greatest musical performers in history, like Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five, Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, Diana Ross and the Supremes, and The Temptations. These artists' discographies and much of the music written and produced by Motown cannot be rivaled, as they still play and influence pop culture and music today. They would record and distribute some of Martin Luther King's speeches, including his I Have a Dream speech, and released political anthems like Marvin Gaye's What's Going On and Edwin Starr's War. While Motown Record was not the first black-owned record label, it would be the first to have crossover success shattering racial barriers to transcend into the mainstream and the homes of every American, regardless of race. Like the rest of the country, the music industry and radio airplay were segregated, making it hard for black artists to break through. What made Motown a success was Gordy's innate ability to pair polished stage routines with catchy melodies and magnetic hooks that were hard to resist and could stand the test of time. Because of this, Barry Gordy's contribution to music and the recording industry is unparalleled. 28 Days of Black History is our free, month-long series where we celebrate stories of black leaders and their impact on arts, culture, and society. Look for Black History Month 
in titles of other episodes in this podcast. The Anti-Racism Daily is made possible by contributions from our community. Join in by making a one-time or monthly donation. You can find us on Venmo at Anti-Racism Daily, or you can give on our website, www.the-ard.com. This podcast uses computer-generated audio. Inconsistencies may occur.